What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax in knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, you get 15% off UPS shipping services and 15% off all shipping supplies. Plus, Staples is open seven days a week. So you can ship around your schedule this holiday. And still get everything out in time while spending less. Staples, there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Exclusions apply. In-store only. See associate for details. Ends 1229-18. Yo, welcome back to the block, man. Thanks for having me. We back with another episode. I got my man, AJ Fresh, joining me on the block, man. And we're going to be talking about what he got going on, what Donald Trump got going on. You know what I'm saying? The grind of trying to do this podcast thing and have a family. You feel me? We still got um, significant others and children and things to take care of. You know what I'm saying? So it's not the easiest thing in the world to just do a podcast or the planning that it takes, you know, just the sacrifices that your family has to make while you chasing your dreams, man. So we get into that. Um, after you're done listening to this episode, subscribe on iTunes. What is it? Apple Podcasts now. Um, download the apps. Matter of fact, download the 700 Block app in your Google Play Store and in your Apple Store. Also, man, visit theblock700.com just to see what I have going on. I'm working on that website right now. But check me out. Um, Leave your comments. Leave me a review. Leave me all that good stuff, man. And once again, man, this is another episode featuring AJ Fresh, my man. Um, And enjoy. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Flaw Seven Hundred. I got a special guest with me, joining me on the block via Skype. That is my main man. It's crazy. I've never met this man in my life, but man, we've been it's been like a whole year ever since the podcast jumped off. This dude has been in our corner, supporting us one hundred percent. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Fresh, man, what's good, AJ? What's up? What's up, y'all? Man, I'm glad to be on the block finally. Yeah, finally, man, I made it. Yeah, hey man, I we we appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you. You just came out of nowhere. I don't remember who followed who first. I don't know if we hit you up and you just was like, "Let me check these boys out," or you found us somewhere. I don't remember, but it just got to a point yeah. where it was just like, "Yo, who's this AJ guy? He's liking and commenting on everything." <laughs> <laughs> that was fire, man. Yeah. So yeah, I, man. I, look, I had the support. Facts. Definitely, definitely appreciate. You. So tell tell the world where you're from, though. Little Rock, Arkansas, man. Born and raised. So I, you know, I didn't went through it all, man. Uh, my '80s baby went through gang banging in Little Rock, and I'm still here to tell my story. So you know, look, if you know about Clinton, if you know about gang banging. That's where I'm from. Mm, yeah, I just remember seeing. I think there was like a show or a video or like a documentary out on Little Rock at one time. And I remember watching that at a younger age. I got to check up on that. But I've heard some things about Little Rock. Not nothing that I'd be interested in. I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. You know, it is what it is. So how yeah. how did you avoid the gang life? Man, um, man, that's, that's a funny question, man. So I was born into it, uh, to be honest, man, because... Uh, I was born in the middle of, you know, one gang over here, one gang over here, one gang over here, another gang over here. Mm. 
Plus, my family was was affiliated. You know, my my family was banging, so I was born into it. But I've always been like a natural leader. I'm not really no follower. Right. So when you born in, essentially, when you born into a gang, you ain't necessarily got to get jumped in. Now, of course, you know I kind of did some things and I did get jumped into some different situations, but I never really got into like a you know that was just my family so as far as me avoiding it I always look at life like this I always saw in people that I looked up to things that I didn't want to be right um that's what kept me away from everything because it was like man I don't want to be no I don't want to be no drum I don't want to be no weed head I don't want to be no gangbanger. I ain't trying to get shot and killed like people that I know. You know what I mean? I mean, it's been, I just seen, it's been so many people I've been around that have died since I was a kid. And it was just like, that That ain't the path that I'm trying to go on. You know, I got something to live for. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make it. Now, the gang thing hit where I'm from in about a few years ago i'll say 10 years ago and it came out of nowhere and i'm looking at them like dog we don't do this but it kind of hit the scene hard so by me watching a lot of television listening to music and seeing what was going on in my city it was kind of like once you got in you couldn't get out i thought or you know there was like repercussions of not following suit so there was like no type of punishment like you just was like okay i'm done with this this is not what i want and they, they they let you be and man, it's different everywhere you at, man. Okay. And depending on what gang you in. I mean, you can I mean, some people say die out. It's been a minute since I said that. Yeah. Some people say it's it's for life. You know, some people you gotta get jumped out. You know what I mean? You get jumped in, you gotta get jumped out. I mean, sometimes you gotta go on a mission. You gotta, you know, do something to, to get out of that situation or whatever, you know. Um like, like I said, I was born into it, but I I let this man so weird, but I wasn't in it. Like, I wasn't heavy in it. You know, I was always affiliated. My family members, they was in it. Right. Like, 110%. My, my pops, my, you know, my, my, excuse me, my step-pops, my cousins, my older cousins, uncle, you know, different people like that. They was in it 100%. But again, I got, you know, they got respect, and I'm their family. You know, I can kind of move however I want to move. And again, I didn't never get jumped in. Okay. You know, like I said, I did some little some things, but I never actually got jumped into like a, a blood crib uh, type of thing. You know, like the you know the them kind of the gangs everybody know. Right, right. Well, glad you didn't, man. Glad you didn't. You're a dope dude, man. Um, now podcasting. You have your own podcast show. How many episodes you got? So I got three episodes. Uh, so two two episodes, one mini son. And uh, about to, you know, put the put the fourth episode, the third or fourth episode up on Tuesday. Okay, what's the name of the podcast? What we gonna do? What we so, gonna do? So, what got you into yeah. podcasting? I seen a few weeks ago you were just like, man, everybody's talking about the same thing, right? Did did that motivate yeah. you to do it, or was this something that was always in the works? Man, it's it's a uh, it's a combination of a lot of things, man. Um, that is one thing, but really, I was supposed to launch the podcast in November. The election, uh, the, the general election is the reason why 
I wanted to start the podcast. It was all, everything was pretty much influenced by what I was seeing happening. And when, uh, you know, Trump, you know, uh, King Bob 45 won the electoral college. So it was just like, I, you know what I mean? I apparently enough people are not working on some, apparently enough people are not putting a message out there. Apparently we kind of was lackadaisical, not taking this, as serious as we should have. And because of what I saw from the election, I said, man, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like, Damn, what are we yeah. going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, dope. so, so you're on iTunes, correct? Yeah, I'm on iTunes. Yeah. So y'all go ahead and subscribe to that. What we going to do podcast. So just, you know, tell them, tell them what they can expect from the show. <sighs> um, look, it's different. You know, I'm going to say that I, I really try to stay away from like the different hot button things. I'm not talking about Tiger. I'm not talking about Kylie. I'm not talking about 21 Savage. I'm not talking about Rob. I'm not talking about Black China. I ain't talking about, uh, uh, you know, Kevin Hart, if he cheating or if Usher gave somebody some type of, you know, you know, herpes and stuff like that. Like, I ain't talking about none of this shit. Like, as far as what I'm talking about, it's real shit. Um, just dealing with your daily life, uh, where we come from, how we can overcome these things, and really addressing things that, that people need to talk about. I know it's all good to have fun and kick it and drink and smoke and do all this, that, and the third, but at the end of the day, you got real shit to deal with. You got to pay bills. You got to take care of your kids. You got to have some type of health insurance. You know, there are real things that we got to deal with. We got to, you know, deal with our moms and our sisters and making sure they get out of their situations and, and making sure they good. So everything that I'm talking about is just kind of like real life shit. None of that reality TV fake shit. Like I'm going to the club all the time and I'm with all these social lights. So it's just real shit. That's what's up. You joining the podcast, Brothers Network? Join the hot seat early. <laughs> Hey man, look, we got look. We already talked about this, man. You know, I, I'm like I said, I'm trying to get my feet wet, and, and I know we, like I said, we you said, look, man, you good. You already, you know, we we good. We can definitely get you in there, man. But I, I want to get a little bit more uh, polished, okay. And then I'm gonna, you know, definitely be looking at, you know, working with, you know, different individuals, and, and definitely, man, you guys, uh, kind of. I always say, man, y'all came, obviously, y'all came before me, so y'all kind of paving the way, man. So mm. I would definitely uh, like to work with y'all. Appreciate it. I just look at it as, like, I like what you're saying because we talk about Usher and Kevin Hart and things of that nature, but there's always somebody, like, you know, you can use something different. So I would love for you to stand next to us and have a network and be like, well, I don't really want to hear them talk about this. I want to hear this real shit. That's what I like. I don't want to be next to somebody who's identical to what we're doing. And that's what the network is about. You know, we got the Mama Yoga podcast that has nothing to do with the podcast brothers. Even the 700 block is kind of different from the podcast brothers. You feel me? And um, I got some other yeah. people that I'm talking to. Um, and <clears throat> I want every show to sound different. And that way, under one umbrella, everybody gets their choice of what they want to listen to. You want to be righteous. You want to figure out what we're going to do. Or you just want to laugh or you want some diet tips, man, we got it all. And that's my goal to put it under one umbrella. So never you ready to rock. We got you, man. <laughs> we got hey, you. Hey, that man that hey, bro. 
man. That's what's up, man. And, and, and look, you already know, man. I, I mess with everybody. I, look, I, in, I I see the shit that's going on. It ain't like I'm blind or whatever. Right. I just don't get into that heavy. And again, like you said, man, everybody can't be talking about the same shit because what happens is we all know that those type of things get sensationalized. But then the things that we deal with, like once you cut that podcast off and you got to go to work or you got to deal with your baby mama or you got to deal with your wife, you got to, it's like the stuff that we really should be talking about that can help motherfuckers, don't nobody want to talk about. Mm. We want to talk about shit that don't help, don't really do nothing for anybody's life. You know, right. which is, like I say, that's cool. Sometimes I would just like to flip the narrative to where that's not all the time. That's what social media is now. Like, that shit is all the time. It ain't nothing out there that's uplifting people and helping people get through their fucking day. I can dig it, man. That's why, you know, I'm a big fan of the show, man. I truly appreciate you starting the podcast because there is a message that needs to be heard. Unfortunately, like, you know, some people might, they might want to listen to the message, but they might not be equipped to deliver the message. You see what I'm saying? It's like... I want to be, not yeah. saying me personally, but I want to be this type of person, but I ain't got the know-all to do it, but I like listening to it. Now, um, you about to say something? No, no, no. I was just saying, right. now, nah, man, look, I'm I'm with you, man. So, right, look, I'm here to, to bridge that gap. All right. Hey, so what do you feel about the men of trash movement? Um, you can take this and you can take this in many different avenues, right? Is it like, it, you ain't talking about me or are you just like yo this is stupid why are we doing this okay so let's clarify first but right just give me like a synopsis what is the men of trash movement to you like is that just online is that offline just kind of tell me what is the men of trash movement all of these things that i see are online <laughs> i don't see none of this in real life none of this it seems to me it just seems like once everybody learned how to podcast or once everybody learned that they can just tweet anything they started saying things that they wouldn't say in real life to nobody now everybody's gangster everybody has a movement everybody has a cause and i'll be sitting here like do you address this in your own house the men that you think are trash have you told them what you thought of them so when I'm scrolling, no. when I'm scrolling Twitter or whatever I'm on, and I see men are trash, like wait a, like where does this come from? But then I also think because it's the Gemini in me to also think of the other side of it. Did we create this? You know, even though once again my main issue is, are you addressing this at home? I don't know, man. So so okay, okay. So I got it, and, and like I, man, I didn't see it. It's funny to me. Oh, first of all, all the online shit to me, most of it is fake, man. I, re- I really don't take it to heart. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, do I feel like men are trash? Hell yeah, men are trash. What, that, that men are trash movement is no different from the men ain't shit movement, and which is no different from ain't no good men uh, movement. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all the same shit. You know what I'm right. saying? It's, it's, it's all the same. All the good men is taken. You know, which... By default, that means that we are trash because all the good men are taken. It's like it's just everything kind of lead up to the to the same thing. It's just kind of like a, a you know uh, a hot button word. Now I'm gonna say all that shit again. It came from reality TV. Just using the word trash to talk about you know to to describe all these different things. Uh, I feel it uh, for the women because it is look. It's a lot of dudes we know. We men. 
Right. We know what men be doing. We know right. how men do women. But at the same time, we also know that there are dudes that get looked for, that get dismissed, that don't even get an opportunity. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, just just out the gate, like that are good dudes. And you and you know, we know that uh, everybody ain't married. And then a lot of people that's married ain't happy. So it's just like, look. Everybody got their stuff to deal with me. Um, I, I feel both sides. Men are trash. Men ain't trash, man. But it's, at the end of the day, it's really just funny to me, man. I just laugh at this shit. You're right. This this has been here the whole time. I just think now it's just blunt. They're just more blatant and blunt with it. You know what? You're trash. It's the same thing as saying all the good men are taken or whatever the case may be. And, and like I said, when I looked at it, when I seen it, my first reaction is, man, like, do you address this in your home or in your neighborhood? Do you talk? Do you tell it to the people that matter? Because if you tell that to somebody, like if you tweet it and I see it, I know I'm not trash. So this message wasn't for me. So you just wasted a message. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so but at the same time, I do believe that us men have, you know, we have not done enough for the women. Yeah. And we know that. I just, you know, how about you just start calling out names, say who's trash. But when you say men, you're kind of talking about all of us. And so sometimes you can actually take offense to, you know, somebody calling you out. It's, it's not so easy as if it don't apply, let it fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not yeah. always that easy. I mean, right? look, first, look, so first of all, it's really not serious. These, I think a lot of these women are not serious about the shit they saying. They just want it to sound funny and get these jokes. You know, women these days, they want to get these jokes off, just like with the romp hymns. They want to get these jokes off, so they're going to use this men uh, men of trash to get these jokes off. But they still dating these same type of dudes. You know, that's the funny part is that you can go online, you can say whatever you're saying, and then you go out on a date with a dude that you just described as trash the day after. And right. so it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it don't make no sense. It's that's, just like, man, you just talking so you can be online, you can get your followers, bro. Right. Chill out. That's exactly what I was saying. That, that's what I mean by at home. Like, the person that you living with is treating you like trash, but you come on social media and tweet it, and he probably don't follow you. So now you just told yeah. a bunch of people who got nothing to do with your situation <laughs> that men are trash. Yeah, but then again, she not leaving the situation either. Right. It's just like men are trash, but it's normal, so I deal with it. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like again, it's you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I got a new segment, man. The block is hot. Wax five hot questions, like to put you on a hot seat. And these five questions you don't know nothing about. You don't know what I'm about to ask you, but you got to answer them. All right. The block is Ooh. hot. Question one. If you could live anywhere in the United States, where would it be and why? Okay, you say in the United States. The United um, States. I'm just going to go with what's on top of my mind right now. I guess I probably need to go out there to Calabasas with Drake and, and French Montana and Chris Brown and everybody. I mean, that's apparently where all the black, affluent, young people are. So I guess Calabasas, you know, going out to Cali. Mm, okay, okay. All right. Who is the wackest rapper of all time? Oh, shit. <laughs> of all time? Yeah, in your opinion. Oh, man. It ain't got to be no facts behind <laughs> it. Just who do you think is the most trashiest rapper to ever do it? Um, 
Oh, shit. I got three people. Oh, man. I got like. I'm going to go. I'm just going to say this. Lil B, Chief Keith, Soldier Boy. I knew Lil B was on the list. If somebody was to ask me that, Lil B is the safe answer. <laughs> Lil B. <laughs> When it comes Bruh. to Wackers rappers, Little B is always the safe answer. I knew Little B was going to come up. Yo, hell yeah. Question number three. Man, look, dude. Oh, go ahead. No, you good. Okay. I'm ready. Question number three. Dopest rapper of all time. Um, that's another. That's another good question, man. Uh, unfortunately, I have to be biased. You know, because I kind of separate the genres. Like, I separate old school and new school. Yeah. I always say, like, oh, these is my new school greatest rappers, and this is my old school. So, I got to go with Ice Cube, man. Okay. I was raised on Ice Cube. If I had to pick one rapper to listen to for the rest of my life, it would be Ice Cube. So, I, I got to go with Ice Cube. I, I definitely didn't see that coming, but I'm not going to argue that. Like, what, did I, what has Ice Cube done wrong musically ever? Nothing. So... At the end of the yeah. day, he's not talked about a lot as the greatest. But if somebody said he's the greatest, I couldn't argue that. You know what I'm saying? He was part of one of the best the, the best groups of all times where he probably wrote all the songs. Then went solo, <laughs> had a great solo career, went and right. did movies. He's a great he's he's great at movies. Not saying he doesn't yeah. play the same character in all his movies, right. but he's still great. <laughs> he came back, made more good music. So, hey. I don't understand what Ice, Cube, what Ice Cube does wrong as to not be mentioned as the greatest more often. So shout out to you for that. Uh, next right, question. Right. And let me add. Let me yeah. add. Okay. You forgot to add husband, husband and father. And father. You know what I mean? He been married since since the early 90s when he was really the hot, the biggest rapper. So got to give him kudos for that too. Definitely. My fault for missing that. And, and you know, look at his son. He got his son um, doing movies and acting, you know. So... Yeah. You know how to keep the business going, man. All right, question number four. This doesn't change anything. Like, nothing will affect anything. So when I ask this question, just give it your honest answer without thinking that it'll affect any part of your life. But what age would you like to go back to? What age would I like to go back to? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say um, uh, freshman year of high school. So I'm going to say, how old was I? I think I was 14, turning 15. So, uh, yeah, freshman year of high school, 14, turning 15, man. That that was really um, a turning point. And I think I could have uh, applied myself a lot more. You know what I mean? I, I, I really didn't take it seriously. I was always a smart kid. But I didn't take school as serious as I should have, man. I, I didn't think I was gonna I didn't think I was gonna be able to go to college hell. I kinda figured I'd probably be dead or in jail. So I really didn't do as I, I just kinda uh glossed by my freshman year and then the next year I say I'm going to college. I got my grades together, got a four point oh three years straight. You know, it's like I really was just bullshitting freshman year of high school. Man, that was a that was a great answer. I wish I can go back to my freshman year as well, man. I think that's where it all fell apart. When I was in middle school, you know, um, we in middle school you you kept your same classmates when you switched periods, and yeah. so you know I just grew a bond with the people that I was in my that was in my class and the other um, other grades 
um, that was in my hall, you know, the other eighth, other eighth grade class in middle school. When we got to high yeah. school, for some reason, I was in classes with 11th graders, 12th graders, and nobody that I knew was in there. And I didn't like that. I didn't know how to handle it, and I wasn't prepared for it. The people that I grew up with was gone, even though we was all in the same building. But my high school was right. huge, and I just didn't right. like it. And I kind of like rebelled in my own way. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. If I can do that over, I would have took advantage of that, man. I just seen that I was in class with grown ass men and grown ass women. <laughs> you know what I'm it's like what is that? I don't know y'all. Who are y'all? I just didn't like nothing about it. But I can do yeah. that over, man, for real. Um, last question. Who will win in a boxing match between Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Sugar Ray? Uh, I'm going Floyd Mayweather, man. I think uh, pound for pound, he's the greatest. Uh, what is he, lightweight? No, I, I think he's I think smaller he, than that. I think he's, because um, I think lightweight. Be, well, it's featherweight. It's, it's flyweight, featherweight, lightweight. He might be light. He wanted He wanted him. I'm, I'm going to go with Floyd, man. I think he's the, uh, for his, uh, you know, bracket. I think he's the the greatest of all time, man. Hands down. I mean, what what he's been able to do, and people talk about Floyd dies in fights, and it's like when you go back through this man history, it's like Floyd was smart, but he took a lot of the fights that people wanted him to. Now they tried to say Oscar De La Hoya was over here, like different people that he fought. They felt like he should have fought them when he was a little bit younger, that it would have been more competitive. But I'm just like, man, I don't feel like Floyd ran from a lot of fights, you know, as much as people say, but that's how everybody feels, man. 49 and 0, even though I didn't like that last fight against, uh, 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 the, I can't even think of the black dude name or whatever. The, yeah. the one that was I know after you're talking the, about. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and, and of course, I ain't even interested in this upcoming fight, but I think pound for pound, man, I'm going for it, maybe. Okay, nice. All right, man, that was the uh, Block is Hot segment. I'll keep bringing that back every week. Um, and, you know, the segments is based on, you know, being that it's the 700 block, the block is hot. I got another new <laughs> segment, and it's called Get Off the Corner. We kicking somebody off the block right now. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Who should get off the corner? Uh, I go first, man. Who you kicking uh, off the oh, block? Man, I'm going with Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, again, King Bob. 45, Agent Orange, whatever you want to call him. Uh, not my president, uh, you know, as Angela Wright would say. Um, with all of this Russia stuff, to be honest, man, I thought, not I thought, excuse me, I hoped that when election day came, he would have said, you know what, I'm stepping down. This was just one big joke. Like, have some type of common decency right. because he wasn't serious about being the president. But that didn't happen. I just thought, like, maybe he's punking all of us. You remember that show on MTV called Punk? Yeah. I thought he might be punking all, the entire United States. Like, look at what y'all did. Because I was just like, bro, all the shit you said on the campaign trail, like, are you really this type of person? And apparently he is, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying get off the corner because of all the shit that's going on with Russia Gate. It's like, bro, every week... Every other day, it's more information coming out. Your son speaking with this person. This person on your advisory committee speaking with this person. Your lawyers just stepped away. This person then stepped down. This person then colluded. It's like all of this shit going on, and he's still online tweeting and shit. You know, talking about Clinton, <laughs> yeah. talking about Obama, talking about the Affordable Care Act. It's like, bro, really? Like, this what you gonna do? 
And then you go to these UN meetings, ain't nobody fucking with you. You sitting here trying to have a little side conversation with Putin. You ain't really understanding what's the big problem between the U.S. and Russia. So I'm telling King Bob, a.k.a. Donald Trump, to get off the corner. <laughs> and you see his son was like, yo, I can't wait till this is over. Yo, your dad has been in office, like, not even half his term yet, bro. Like, y'all, I mean, right. not, not half his term, half this year. So right. it's like you have a long way to go unless he's impeached. But if you can't exactly. handle six months of this, when he got in, like, January, right? If you can't yeah. handle six months of this, how you going to handle the next three and a half years? It's going to be tough. Because, boy, we, listen, the resistance is on their ass. All the different organizations, and it ain't going to stop, man. You you can't, this is my thing. Man. You can't put all that energy and hate and, and bigotry into the world and not expect that shit to be returned tenfold. Right. Especially if you are the leader of the free world. <laughs> yeah, man. Hopefully we don't got too much longer, man. Now, my get off the corner, Minnesota, just the whole, just Minnesota period got to get off the corner, man. And the way that they're handling this situation of the white woman that was murdered by a police officer. The police chief has since been forced out by the mayor. Um, basically, the mayor was just, was just like they felt that the chief doesn't have control over the police force anymore. The officer who uh, shot the young lady was forced to resign. And, you know, everybody's just around with teary eyes and they're saying about how this should not have happened. My issue with all of that is that's cool. That's what you're supposed to do. But where was this at for Philando Castile? Where was this at for any other black individual who was murdered by the hands of police? They always want to check the footage. They always want to go to trial. They always want to, uh, you know, do some homework before they make their decision when it can be as plain as day as to why these things shouldn't have happened. But now old blue eyes gets murdered. And first off, rest in peace to her and her family. But now old blue Bro, eyes. You can't, uh, you can't call her. You can't call that woman old blue <laughs> I am <laughs> But now old blue eyes gets murdered. But no, I'm not attacking her individually but what i'm saying is we kind of know that if this happens to anybody else what's going to happen and now we're seeing it yes, and sir. it's like this is the proof in the pudding when you know the uh when the black people die it's kind of like uh yeah you know i was doing my yeah. job i was afraid this cop didn't have a chance to say he was afraid they got rid of him you know what i'm saying the police chief had to go this is what should yeah. happen all the time they're doing their job now you know, they're doing their job now. When you don't do your job as an officer and you kill somebody instead of protecting them, this is what should happen to all of them. This is only the beginning. There's going to be firings, cops resigning. You know, it's going to be some things happening. And just now we get to see it. So Minnesota got to get off the block, man, because we already know. Like, we just wish everybody did this for everybody. You know, you're supposed to protect us all, not just the blue eyed people, you know. Yeah, that's a fact, man. That that's that, that was crazy. Didn't they say what was it a black officer? Didn't they say like he she called it in, she was coming up to the police car, the partner shot across his partner, and that's that's how you know what you know how he killed the woman or whatever. Cause she, that, that shit was crazy. They broke him down more than I've seen anybody get broke down. They say he's black, Muslim, something I, f- I forgot what he was, but they had his whole description about who he Man, was. They, they did the ancestry.com yeah, on Yeah. They they everything that he is, and I can't remember remember what it was, but everything that he is, they they put it out for the public as soon as possible. 
And you know, all Dang. people see is Muslim. You know, that's the sad part. I don't think him being mm-hmm. black is what got people's attention. I think when they saw a Muslim, I could be wrong, but I think this is the cop. When they saw a Muslim, yeah. that was it. You know, they didn't hesitate yeah. to um, hand him hand him his papers. And now he's mm. not a, a police officer. Um, like the kid Geronimo who killed Philando. Uh, I don't know when he resigned, but he's no longer a cop either. But you know, right? They still handled it. They still handled it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, hey, man. Once again, rest in peace to Philando Castile and everybody else that was murdered by the hands of police and didn't get justice. Um. All right, man. I hit you up and it's like, yo, bro. I want to get you on the show, but what can we talk about? And you hit me with a nice gem. Balancing. Family, podcasting, and life, and work, and all, and things of that nature. Am I correct? Yeah, man. Yeah. So let's talk That's... about it, man. I um. It's so. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, you got it. Yeah, I forgot to. Uh, you know, you, you okay. You lead the whole shit. No, I'm, right, I'm gonna well, follow your lead. I was just. I'm just going to use this morning as an example. When I have so many other examples, this morning I woke up. The podcast brothers. First off, we're recording this on Sunday. And it's going to be released on Thursday. But the podcast, brothers, new episode drops on Sunday. So I wake up in the morning and I do my final touches on how I want social media to see the podcast, brothers. When I wake up, it's funny how my son just wakes up. You know, he's three years old. I just want to work on my podcast. It's like 830 in the morning. I, here I am thinking I didn't beat everybody up. My son walks up to me, Dad, I want cereal. Okay, I got to stop what I'm doing. I'll make you a bowl of cereal. After he eats the cereal, well, first off, he's eating the cereal and making a mess. So now I got to stop what I'm doing again. <laughs> Clean up the mess. And then he sees his big wheel. Dad, I want to go outside. Dad, I want to go outside. To actually say, son, not right now, it bothers me every time I say it. Because I got to finish this project. Then, yeah, he goes, yeah. then he goes and gets the balls. You know, he's got a basketball court, a little... um. Play school basketball court. Dad, catch. Right. Son, not right now. Uh, he turned up. He awake. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's still like nine o'clock in the morning. He want to go outside. He want to play catch. And, you know, it's just like, so once you said, you know, the balancing of the family and the podcasting, and then this happened this morning, which happens every day. You know what I'm right. So I just wanted to get your take on it. Like, what made you come up with that topic? Because I got a lot more to say, but I'll let you go real quick. Yeah, nah, look, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I think that, uh, man, look, I think that that's important, man, because I'm new to this. I know y'all been doing it, and I don't think everybody gets uh, what goes into it. You know what I mean? I don't even think, you know, everybody still isn't on this podcasting wave. A lot of people still don't understand it, but for the people that do it, um, it's, you know, it, it may sound easy. But it's not the easiest thing. Like you say, finding time, uh, being able to do your edits, being able to do your drops, being, you know, being able to put, you know, put that production into your podcast. And then before you can get to all that type of stuff, just being able to record the podcast, get guests, uh, get titles together, get descriptions together, all of the, you know, the different little intangible things, you know, to, to kind of make sure you put that podcast out in whatever uh, podcast uh, platform you put it on. So for me, again, I was supposed to start this podcast in November of 2016. I just got started basically at the beginning of July. Um, because I really didn't have the time, man. 
You know what I mean? And, and right. you know, I, I didn't, I didn't have the time, and I wasn't really trying to make time. It was just kind of like, ah, if I want to do it, if I want to get it out, you know. And again, it was just something that kept pressing on my spirit. Like, bro, you need to get your voice back out there because I was out um, before. I had left social media, and we kind of talked about this, you know, a while back. But I left everything. And I took my voice off of everything. I mean, I deleted the YouTubes, all of this different stuff that I had a following. Right. I basically deleted it and, and restarted. So coming back or trying to come back now, um, you know, it hasn't been, like I said, it hasn't been the easiest thing. Plus, what I noticed is a lot of people don't really talk about their real life. You know, like they don't talk about if they got a wife, if they got an old lady, if they got kids, where they work at. And I understand uh, you know, sometimes you just want to do those things for privacy reasons. You don't want everybody in all of your business. And then at the same time, you may want to separate your work life from your, you know, your your regular life and just things outside of work life. Because, again, you don't want your work to be hampered or influenced by some stuff that is off work. If I'm doing something off work, that's my you know right as a human, as an adult. Right. It shouldn't conflict with the interests of my full time job. Right. Facts. Exactly. Now, yeah. for me, so I mean, now for me, I do two shows. I do two shows. The podcast brothers, the seven hundred block, and I record Mama Yoga show. None of that yeah. would be possible if my fiance wasn't holding down the home. You know, so I, I'm always yeah. appreciative of her. And from time to time, after I'm done the show, I hug her and tell her thank you because this wouldn't be possible without you. But with that still being said, I don't know if people notice it or not, but even with the Podcast Brothers show, it takes me about eight hours of my Saturday to actually get that show to sound the way it sounds. That's, that's, that is a fact because I'm, I'm big on audio and I want it to make and I want it to sound as good as it possibly can. So yeah. we record eight o'clock on a Friday night, and we're probably not done until ten or eleven, you know. And then when I get home, it's you know, straight to bed or whatever. Or I might start editing then because the editing part is the part that I love. And then Saturday yeah. comes, and it's like, okay, I have to finish this episode because it has to be up by midnight, by you know Sunday midnight. And I'm right. sitting there for eight hours, and in Ooh. that process, my son wants to play. I know I got a 15 year old son, a 14 year old daughter who's just watching me sit at the computer with headphones on editing. They don't know what I'm doing, but I'm pretty sure I could be doing so much more with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just this. I really, really enjoy podcasting and I really enjoy producing the podcast even more. And for those of you out there, I'm not saying that it's (laughs) impossible. It's just harder when you actually have a whole family. If you young, right. you don't even have to be young. But if you don't, ha- if you're not in a relationship and you don't have right. children, this is what you need to be taking advantage of. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's crazy yeah. how you wait until you have this family situation to actually want to take hours out of your day to, you know, make this podcast thing happen. And another thing, you know what gets in my way? Work. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? The right. job. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. go to work, but I don't get paid for editing podcasts. Right. Like, I come up with so many ideas. I work 10 hours a day. Yeah. I come up with so many ideas 
while at work and it blows my mind. I wake up and I'm saying to myself, why am I going to work? I should be podcasting. I should be getting yeah. paid to do this. But unfortunately, that's not happening right now, man. And that's crazy. So work work yeah. is one too, man. Yeah, I mean, look, like, look you, you hit it on the head. And I think it's good that, that you said that because, again, everybody may not know what it goes into, what goes into it, what's your thought process. I think a lot of people, in my opinion, I think a lot of people got this love and hip-hop mentality. Like, you know how you see love and hip-hop and it seemed like these motherfuckers is all they always at the club or shit, but they all nailed the. I'm like, see what you said again. You oh, oh my bad. Uh, um, it's it's this the love and hip hop thing. Like basically, people don't necessarily know what these different individuals are doing in an eight hour span. They just see these shows and think that that's all they're doing. So like, say for somebody could just listen to your podcast. And they may think that that's all you doing, not all of these other things that actually go into it. And I think it's good to let people know about the, you know, about the real life side of stuff. I'm not just, just sitting here podcasting all, all day. I, I don't just sit here and I got all this free time to be recording, like you say, the, the Mama Yoga Well, the 700 block, uh, the podcast, brothers. It ain't like I just got all the time in the world. But I make it happen. I still have a regular life right. outside of podcasting, which I think is good for people to know that. Facts. Facts. It takes like takes up so many hours of the day, man. You know, like even even now, before I came to record this show with you, I was editing the Podcast Brothers episode. So now I had to tell my son, <laughs> wait, wait, you know, I can't play with you right now. And then as soon as I was done putting the episode right. up, I came right to the studio to record this with you. So now I'm like, listen, I told my fiance, listen, we're done, man. We're going bowling. I'm taking y'all bowling, man. We all can get together. I'm going to put the computer away. Right. And we all going bowling yeah. because that's what you got to do. You have to. They give you the hours exactly. and the time to put your work in. Then you got to reward right. them with a, a day out, you know, and just have fun together. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Man, it, it, bro, it, it's already hard enough finding time just to do like say for instance you you work but you also you want to spend time with your family your mom your sisters or whatever but also you want to make sure you give time to you know to your wife right make sure you give time to your your spouse but you sure you got time to go kick it with your homies or whatever but you also want to make sure you know maybe you want to go kick it with your co-workers off work or something like that and then sometimes you may just want to have time to your own self right. so just balancing all of that and then when you add something new on top of it, where whether it be a side hustle, whether you're an entrepreneur, whatever the case may be, got to balance all of that time. I'm a, my daughter uh, will be four in December, so nice. it was an adjustment for me that I tell a lot of people that your life changes once you have a child. Like the stuff that you're able to do and the way that you're able to move around when you're single, if you are actual parents and you want to take care of your child, you're not going to be able to move that same way. Right. Some people... They have a kid and they want to keep in the same way. And they and what happens is one person has to hold that responsibility more than the other person. But, you know, again, it's a balancing act. And, you know, just adding more stuff is not necessarily the easiest thing. It definitely, definitely is not, man. But, you know, we, we make it happen because this is what we want to do. 
unfortunately and not unfortunately, you know, we kind of find it at a, at, at a time where we have to make time. Like I said, if I was doing this when I was 20, man, I'd be a beast. If I was 18, and, and that goes back to when we was like, yo, what if we can go back to our freshman year of high school? Imagine if we had these thoughts right. in our head. Now we can go to college for this. Yeah, man. Now we can have radio shows on college. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's like, do it how the people that right. actually made it did it. You right. know, we're actually doing it the hard way, yeah. but it's not impossible to do it this way. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, that's that's a message for all you, you young listeners. That's a message. That's a word for Flaw because he, he dropped them gems. So make sure you... you you take that in. Right, man. Hey, man, if you're... Listen, listen. And you know, anyone know what's crazy to me? You ever notice... And I, I don't want to, like, blemish the gem that I uh, just dropped, but something be... You know, it be amazes me. You notice how people that get out of jail seem to have this motivation to have their own brand? And it probably could be... Come, and it probably yeah. could also come from that they can't get a good job. So they out there hustling. The next thing you know it, oh, you a workout trainer, or you got your own business, and you got this in the third. You feel what I'm saying? Right. It just amazes right. me. So, and I and I and I brought that up to say, don't be so focused on just getting a job. And I say that because when I was growing up, that's all my friends talked about. We need a job. We never right. once told each other we need a career. We need a brand. We need to create something for ourselves. It was like, oh, you out here having children? Right. Go get a job. I'm at McDonald's. And you'd be real happy. <laughs> you'd be real happy to have that Burger King job because it helps you buy diapers. Our thinking caps just right. weren't working back then, man. So I'm just telling you, young kids, you don't just have to go. You just don't have to work at McDonald's because you have a child and you got to buy diapers, man. Think big. Think big, man. Yeah, that's a fact. Hey, look, the man, traditional jobs... Uh, they kind of going away. I mean, it, it's so many different opportunities, so many different avenues, and, and just like you said, man, you you really uh, all you got to do is use your head, man. People are making money in so many different ways. It, it's really really don't make any sense to limit yourself to just some type of retail job or just some job, uh, you know, like you said, in, in fast food. Right. That was that, that. That just seemed to be all we knew, man. It was to find a job just to put di- just to put di- diapers and formula, um, diapers on our babies, and had them drink formula instead of just thinking big, man. Like I said, I wish I would have came up with this so much sooner, man. But um, yeah, man, that's basically it, man. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on. We had a dope show, man. Man, I appreciate you, man. Hey, man, look, I'm happy, man. We finally got to. You know, chop it up, you know, uh, on, on the record, because we've been chopping it up for a minute now Facts. with all them comments I used to leave on SoundCloud off the record. We ain't know who you were. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is this? Like, you leaving messages all the time. Like, oh, let me, let's yeah. reach out to him. Yeah. Nah, this, look, man, this, this what's up, man. I'm, I'm happy. Do I, um, can I, can I throw out my, my information again? Please do. So, look, it's AJ or AJ Fresh. It's really just AJ, but, you know, whichever one you want to call me. Uh, at official WWGD on Twitter, at what we gonna do on Instagram. You can email me what we gonna do at gmail.com. And let me say that clearly what we gonna do, not what are we going to do, what we gonna do, what we gonna do. That's where you can find me. Nice, man. Woo. I can't wait to hear the new episode you got. This episode drops this Thursday. <laughs> you know, I'm going to let you know. You can share it and let me let, let your people's head. 
Um, this was the 700 Block Podcast. Uh, once again, subscribe on iTunes. Leave me that good review. Download the app on Google Play or iTunes. If you do not, or the Apple Store, like if you do not like, if you don't like iTunes, you can just download my own personal app and you can chat with me and I'll answer back. It's a fun app. Check it out. We appreciate y'all. This was me, AJ Fresh. Peace out. I will be back next Thursday with a fresh episode. In the meantime and in between time, if you enjoyed this, like I said, leave those reviews and also check out the previous episodes from the 700 Block Podcast. Get familiar. Crackling fires and silent nights, fir trees decorated with sparkling lights, stockings hung by the chimney in a row, and a Lexus in your driveway with a giant red bow. These are the signs of the holiday season, and the Lexus December to Remember sales event is the perfect reason to get an ES or LS that's been carefully crafted and incredible offers that feel truly enchanted. But hurry, these offers end January 2nd. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax in knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, you get 15% off UPS shipping services and 15% off all shipping supplies. Plus, Staples is open seven days a week. So you can ship around your schedule this holiday. And still get everything out in time while spending less. Staples, there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Exclusions apply. In-store only. See associate for details. Ends 12 18